0: y'all like uncool a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet i'm elizabeth and i'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host mr alex morand
1: i don't have a tagline alex but i have something i wish sutton had said this episode oh the only way to fix it is with a popeye's biscuit Ooh. and then the listeners can't see what i just did but a little sutton like shrug
0: A a mug and a shrug there you go we are also joined by my sister Ms. julia baker my itty bitty titties
2: are on the itty bitty titty committee
0: oh full of all of the southern charm ladies yeah not a lot of fake boobs on southern charm i never really thought about that no and mm-hmm. i love it, it shocking
1: shep's on such thin ice. that was such a risky thing to say
0: <laughs> oh we yeah. gotta save the shep i'm stopping us right now because if we go going there's no yeah, going back right. <laughs> all right, speaking of Shep, you'll never guess who my tagline is for. Enjoy my boyish charm while I shit all over everything you know and love. Gosh, it's just me, Shep, just doing my best.
1: That's for, is that Shep, for right? Shep, That is
0: for Shep, specific moment. <laughs> I just got you guys, you're joking. Uh, that is for the specific moment of him stealing the prayer away from taylor i am not a religious person i do not pray but i know that's important to taylor and the fact that he's like taylor everybody be quiet taylor's gonna say a prayer wait shh, shh taylor i'm gonna do it oh god like it was just so performative and obnoxious
1: i think part of him was also panic stricken by the thought of people seeing that he's dating someone who is so overtly religious maybe he thought that she was gonna get like weird with her grace, oh. so this is like damage control. Get
0: a little Old Testament in there, mm-hmm. maybe, Alex. That's a good guess. Okay, so we have a lot of Bravo. We got four shows. Do you guys want to wrap up Atlanta first? Oh yes. Okay, yes. Atlanta. Um, I have two things to say, really. Three things. Excuse me. Number one, I actually enjoyed Todd this reunion. So remind mm. me when I'm mad at Todd next season. Number two, Ralph apologizing and eating humble pie is creeping me out more than him doubling down. And my third one, I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but I need to defend Drew. Because a viewer of Bravo wrote in a question saying, Drew, why do you ruin everything? And there are two pieces of evidence. was the dinner Ralph set up for her and Marla's vacation where she threw the bone? No, 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 no. Number one, that dinner, do you guys remember where it took place?
2: Yes, at Ralph's cute tailor.
0: Yeah, it was on top of a tailor's. He bought her, like, a salsa dancing dress to wear, so it was cold. And the food was, like, sad. So, no, he does not get a pat on the back for that. And then the other thing was... The ladies had already been outside for like two and a half hours by the time the bone came out. So no, Drew did not ruin Marlo's vacation. So suck it, that one viewer.
1: I agree. Something interesting um, happened this episode where Ralph kind of like forgot an important part of the framework of his book. Like the three big reasons that he was talking about. (laughs) That was
2: so funny. We never got to number three.
1: I never even had considered it. Did Ralph even write the book?
2: No. No. He was going to call
0: ghost writer
1: i honestly hadn't even considered that you know
0: what's funny alex that's a great point because like when shannon badore is like i'm gonna write a book i'm like no she's not and when stassi says i'm gonna write a book no she's not but when ralph's i don't know what else is he doing i also assumed he was actually gonna write
2: it he's getting massages elizabeth um todd threw out some sick burns to ralph hilarious where's your book
0: tour gonna start tampa
1: that was great he had that drinking in the hotel lobby
0: yeah he had some great ones well what a great season of atlanta we have any final thoughts
1: um the final kenya crude or prude 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 agreed because we got a flashback to her at her prudiest not i don't want the balls and mouth (laughs) that line
2: that was her at her most prude also another final thought Marlo is on the biggest apology tour. Oh, yeah. Just like Ralph's apology tour, th- this doesn't mean anything. Ralph mm-hmm. is going to revert back to gaslighting Drew, and Marlo will never change. And she wants Kenya to forgive her so bad. She's agreeing with everything Kenya says. It's honestly hard to watch. I feel bad. That she Marlo has put herself in this position. I
1: agree. It's really cringy for both of them, for Ralph and Marlo. Marlo's doing a lot of, like, sucking up to Andy. Just kind of, like, blindly agreeing with everyone. Immediately, like, caving to Todd. It's
0: so transparent.
1: Yeah. She really just wants to stay on the show, which makes it, like, sad to watch.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to wrap us up with my favorite Todd moment, which was when somebody wrote in and said, What did you think, Todd, when Marlo said... You're under Candy's tax bracket. His response was, we're all under Candy's tax bracket. So I really appreciate it. I like it when people just, you know, call the truth for what it is. So how I'm going to frame this episode is we're going to build up to the piece of resistance, the most beautiful part of this whole week of Bravo. So we have started with the appetizer. Now we're going to move on to our next course, Southern Charm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is all building to real girlfriends in Paris, I assume.
2: <laughs> Alex! <laughs> I can't believe that you're putting Southern Charm before Beverly Hills is all I gotta say. I'm this, impressed. Is
0: a, this is a shocking turn of
1: They're both kind of equal. To I, I understand. I understand that escalation that you're going for, Elizabeth.
0: Southern Charm! hmm mm-hmm. Craig. Craig is on my shit list. Um, He keeps calling his company party a gala, which I googled. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a gala. He's acting like having a Christmas party. is like this amazing feat. All companies have Christmas parties, Craig. The best thing about
2: this is that the Bravo producers wouldn't even give him a gala chiron. They kept saying Craig's Christmas party. They were against him. And therefore, we know we can be against Craig. Can we
1: be against Craig and Leva at the same time is the quandary I find myself in. Because I am against them both, big time. Yes. They needed to relax.
0: They weren't at the main table with the rest of the cast, and that's annoying. But were they just at a different table? Because there were some shots where they looked completely alone. Um,
2: You never host a gala without place cards, so this is (laughs) a huge issue.
1: Yeah, he was doomed from the start. Listen, with Leva, like there's a consequence for skipping out on the vacations this season. I think for stepping away from the cast mm-hmm. for so many different things. I don't know. It's it doesn't feel like she's. I wouldn't say earned a spot at the table because when Leva shows up, she shows up. But. I just don't know where she was coming from for a lot of this episode and when she went over to like Craig's partners and was like Craig's out of line I was like what are you talking weird what are you doing
0: those poor people they already work way harder than Craig they're like I don't (laughs) want to deal with this shit and do you know what the sad truth
2: of this is she has made this big deal about stepping away from her businesses and really spending a lot of time with her son little and like, really trying not to be such a control freak. And this was watching her freak out that this was not her Christmas gala. Mm. She couldn't let Craig have it. Mm-hmm. Oh. She wouldn't let him have his moment. And he didn't deserve like his point, moment yeah. because he didn't treat his moment with care or grace. But she shouldn't have done what she did either.
0: So, Craig looked like an asshole. You know who looked like just as big of an asshole? Our girl. Paige. I know. Paige does not look good in the South. She looks like Mm -hmm. such a dick. If we didn't watch Summer House, we'd be like, who is this? I know. All right. Two spicy takes from me. Number one, I kind of want Taylor back next season. Number two, I don't think we need Madison.
2: Oh, I think that Given the preview that we got of the reunion, I think Madison earns her keep.
0: I think Madison's gonna pull a Diana and like do all of her extra credit work. She wasn't invited to film very much during the reunion and i know that she'll sure turn into may plus um she had the champagne bomb i think
1: we don't need vanita unless vanita does some crazy turn where she like starts siding hardcore with like the boys like she becomes like craig's best friend or something because she's losing all of her female friends on the show
0: yeah she is
1: i'm trying to have patricia and Paige met yet I feel like they would really vibe with each other.
2: They met at the dog wedding. And Patricia was there
0: at the gala.
1: If Paige stays in the South long enough, that's like kind of how I picture her being in old age in the South.
0: 100%. Less classy version of Patricia.
2: I also have to say that when Shep was proposing the tour around the world with Taylor... I truly think she thought she might be getting proposed to one, which is heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. She thought, 100% thought that. Secondly, he asked her to quit her job for essentially Mm $15,000 because he was only putting 30,000, only 30,000 into a joint checking account that they would both spend. And like the way these two travel, what do we think that lasted? Six weeks?
0: Oh, I was going to say four, Max.
2: Yeah, four, six. I was being generous. My husband and I had a huge argument
0: of how much you would (laughs) spend in a week. Um, Wait, okay, hang on. I'm going to pull in. Matt is an accountant, but Julia books all the traveling. So I'd say they're about even on this. What was Matt's? Matt's
1: not an expert on Shep, though. Come on. Shep is a man of excess.
2: And she takes it. She takes him up on this offer. That's the
1: saddest thing that's... That happened this week in Bravo. She
0: fucking deserves the bullshit that she gets. I'm kind of like at my wits end with her. She's the friend that you listen to her bitch and moan about her boyfriend. And then anytime you say anything, she's like, no, but he's great.
1: A switch flipped with me ever since she, we found out how religious she was. I kind of been like, oh, and she truly has just like gotten worse and worse every episode since then. I wish that he had broken up with her. That would have been the funniest Bravo scene of all time.
0: <laughs> Alex! Okay. Speaking of cringe scenes, Alex wishes upon the world. Are we ready for Beverly Hills?
1: Yes. Oh god.
0: Okay. Uh, I texted you guys asking if you had watched Beverly Hills yet and asked you to look out for a very specific bizarre Dorit cutaway. What do you
1: think? <laughs> Did I do it right? <laughs>
0: yeah. They cut away and Dorit's doing this bizarre laugh and it's like super close on her and then they cut away. It's like somebody found it and just thought it was funny and stuck it in. But they've done a lot of weird shady stuff towards Dorit, (laughs) I think. Like they're really playing. (laughs) She
1: does it to herself. She's so weird this season.
0: (laughs) She does.
2: Tari had a really bad episode this episode too. Like the way that when Lisa Rinna is starting to slowly give details about the Kathy breakdown, Dorit started freaking out thinking Kathy had said something bad about her. It was a rough scene to watch. It's like, yes, Tari. She said something bad about everyone. And that includes you. Well, according to
1: Lisa, her and Garcelle came off the best. Which immediately I'm like, okay, so now I don't think this happened.
2: (laughs) Well, because Kathy doesn't know the difference between Garcelle and Kyle, so she thought she'd already covered Garcelle. And in her
1: talking head, she singles out Crystal and Sutton, saying that Kathy called them useless pieces of shit. Why are they even here? I don't know. I'm kind of with, like, Crystal in her talking head on this one because Crystal doesn't really fully believe it. I mean, even if it is true, like... Lisa Rinna is just putting a Renna spin on it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think 100% like maybe Kathy said, like, I'm frustrated with Kyle. And she's like, she said she wants Kyle to die and she's going to murder her whole family. Mm-hmm. What percentage of Renna's story is true?
2: I think that the part where Kathy Hilton was screaming at the top of her lungs at Kyle's Athens house and like stomped on her own glasses, I think that's true. Me too, 100%. I think Rena dramatically went and locked herself in her own bedroom. I think that is true. I think Mm -hmm. she
1: also shit on
2: Kyle. We know she shit on Kyle.
1: I'm not so sure about the rest of the cast.
0: Okay, what are we thinking about this Kyle apology? Because, I mean, Julia and I are obviously very, very close. And I just can't imagine sitting there, even if I was furious with Julia... Like, you kind of... You don't cross that line. Like, you don't step into somebody else's family or marriage or anything like that. Like, that's definitely, like, a rule in our house. I think. Are you talking about when Rena
2: shows up and how uncomfortable Kyle looked? No, it's like, Mm -hmm. even if Elizabeth and I are at the worst place we've ever been, no one's allowed to say anything negative to me about Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Like, that is crossing a line. I will always have her back. How dare anyone think I wouldn't? And you can see Kyle like struggling with lisa and she knows for the sake of the show lisa's going to do what lisa's doing but she can't i don't know kyle's picked the show over her sisters many times which i think is a big issue in their friendship
0: but i think that that's about as much of like eating humble pie as kathy can do and i mean like what what did Rena want what more was she supposed to say Can we talk about the fashion
2: in the scene? Because I thought it was very... On the nose? Mm -hmm. On the nose. Kathy Mm -hmm. is wearing a shirt that says peace, which happens to be the exact shirt that she wore at the incident. And Kyle has a sweater that on the back of it says heart Aspen. I have never seen Kyle dress better. She finally got the assignment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Rilla is dressed like an assassin <laughs> <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> In a black turtle deck. it was the best was- fashion
2: any bravo has had ever and we saw salt lake this week
0: so i mean that whole scene was so insane and like yeah you really don't cross that line with family and we're getting hints that kyle backs off does not double down on what rena says and goes with kathy at the end of the day, I mean, like, she has Kyle to just sat there quietly. Mm-hmm. She but she hasn't in the past. You know what I mean? Well, not with Kim. I mean, people are just ripping Lisa a new one online. I would actually be pretty surprised if Lisa is back next season. If She's made it through worse. It's hard to not
2: take Kathy's side a little bit when Kathy has the producers show us the scene where Lisa's breaking a glass in Kim Richard's face.
0: Like, yeah. that was
2: that was more than stomping on one's glass
1: And blaming her attitude on, yeah. like, her grieving that she was going through. It's just a reflection of that same thing.
0: Also, I'm going to remind you guys at the beginning of this season, remember when Crystal said that Sutton said something and wouldn't say what it was? What was uh, Rina's reaction to that? Was she okay not knowing? Or did she say you have to tell or people will fill in the blanks and make it worse? Mm-hmm. Wow, here we are yet again in Hypocrite City with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: She's got to pull Meredith Marks and say, I've heard things, but I'm not going to say, well, what I heard is that she's having an affair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Before we move on to that amazing show, can I just say that Kathy started her apology at Kyle's By picking one of Kyle's flowers out of the flower pot to give to Kyle. It's my favorite thing I've ever
1: Mm -hmm. seen. She also used the same line on both Kyle and Lisa. (laughs) What was it where she's like, I've come from... She's like,
2: I'm a cowboy from little old Hickoryville, and I'm here with an apology, ma'am. I can't remember. Uh, That's the just... And the
1: second time, Kyle was like, oh, God... (laughs) My whole life she's done this.
0: (laughs) And also, don't forget, Juliet, where was that peace shirt from? Was it Kathy's?
2: No, it was Kyle's.
0: (laughs) Just like the apology flower. A classic sister move. Oh my god, this show. Honestly, I've actually enjoyed Beverly Hills this season. Most of the time I hate it, and I've actually had a great time. You know why?
1: It's because we've been getting less uh, lasered in on Sutton episodes. Now that like the Fox, I always forget their stupid name because there's not five of them. Fox fuckers five. Yes. Now that they're crumbling, it's it's fascinating to watch.
0: I really hope Sutton can hold her own and doesn't just fall apart at the reunion because she is really bad at reunions.
1: Well, Diana will be what, zooming in? (sighs) But speaking to um, really close, tight relationships finally crumbling before our eyes...
0: Holy shit, Salt Lake City time, my dudes. Ha, 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 ha. Ho, ho.
1: None of that even happened this episode, but we saw the preview at the beginning of the episode of where these relationships are going. I am in such anticipation.
0: And I text Pat saying, I think Salt Lake City comes out today. He reminded me and we watched it together. That's one of his favorite. So I think if like you know, your partners who don't watch Bravo like it, that usually is a high standard. That's so
1: true, because so many of my friends that truly don't watch any other Bravo shows watch this one.
0: Salt Lake City is truly in a league of its own. Okay, so we take notes, as we've talked about before on the pod. Uh, I have to admit, I took one scene's worth of notes because then the rest of the time my eyes were glued to the screen in delight.
2: You mean you didn't go blind watching Meredith Marks get into a hot tub in a pink blazer
0: suit? Julianne, that's the only (laughs) note I wrote. Meredith is wearing a blazer swimsuit. And then my, actually, excuse me, my other note is, wait, is this the spot where Meredith had Seth's weird party and the dancers were dancing in the hot tub?
1: I thought the same thing. I think it's different, but I thought the same thing.
0: Okay, this is our opening scene, listeners. This is 30 seconds in and we're already like, the content, the content is flowing. (laughs) It was so good. Um, I cannot wait to watch the Whitney and Heather explode. Lisa mm. Barlow being delusional as we love her to be. Just the worst apologizer. This
2: woman <laughs> cannot issue an apology. She thinks she's issued several, though she hasn't called Meredith once. And she says in a testimonial, I've eaten so much humble pie. I'm surprised I even fit in this dress. <laughs> I was like,
0: good one. I love her. Good one, Lisa. Hey, to
1: be fair to her, Seth is the one that really wanted to bring it up at that party. Lisa oh didn't God. want to talk about it.
2: Back off, yeah. Seth. Um, I Guys, know. I have a question. How many employees does Seth have?
1: 4,000.
0: 4,000. 4- Thousand employees, and of course
1: Meredith cares so much about those employees. That's why 4, she's four so
0: thousand. Have you guys realized that she always puts emphasis on like the second syllable, <laughs> no matter what word it is? I'm
2: now convinced <laughs> Seth has one employee. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm convinced by how much <laughs> Meredith talks about the supposed rumors against Lisa, and like how like what has Lisa said has affected like her life. Just the way Meredith's been speaking about it, I'm 100% convinced that everything Lisa said is true.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, me too. I thought she was just ranting before. But now, and then Meredith in that weird scene in the kitchen, I'm sorry, not to quote Pat again, but he said, whoa, there's a guy clinging to his youth when Seth walked in wearing a baseball hat that just said art.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will also say, Seth, I noticed only like nodded Only do like mm mm-hmms. I think Seth doesn't want to be caught lying on camera.
0: We didn't get any Seth windows.
1: Oh, oh God.
0: (laughs) No slimy Seth this week. But we did get that bizarre scene with the art hat and the pickles in the kitchen where Meredith says she is implying that you and I were cheating. And then she says something she's very careful to not say and sleeping with other people. The way she skirts around it, you can tell they opened up their marriage for a little bit, which I don't know why she's not just being like, fuck yeah, I did. Lisa, you wish you were this cool. Mm Because I think that's like a baller move. Like, I personally wouldn't do it. But I mean, we saw their marriage and Seth is gross. So
2: Can we talk about a different marriage real quick? And that is Miss Whitney Rose and Justin. And one, I did very much appreciate that she went on to quitmormon.com and sign away her Mormonism inside her little speakeasy bar. I thought that was the perfect place for that to happen. But also as she talked about the things that she wanted to break away from the Mormon church for, which is more women aren't given a voice. They can only be told by their husbands what to do. I'm just let, let you know that, Justin looked a little disappointed that this is no longer going to be a part of his life.
0: What, Julia? You're saying the woman who married her married boss at the time is not going to shift well into these dynamics? No, I don't think he
2: is.
1: I was confused by, um, I guess like I didn't realize Heather didn't just like quit the church. I was confused by like where she stood with them. And I'm further confused by... Her reasoning for why she won't quit because it'll like break her family's heart. She's already gone on a massively successful TV show shitting on the church for now like three mm-hmm. years. What truly does she have to
2: lose?
0: Will the Mormon church let her back in? I can't imagine the answer is yes. Well,
2: it's like I thought she was already kicked out. So if her name's off a list, what does it matter? Also, she has a book called Bad Mormon.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's still a book that says morbid. You're missing the point. <laughs> yeah, we were missing somebody. If you saw during that promo when we get them holding the snowflakes, no taglines this week. We did not have Mary Cosby. Did you miss her?
1: Yes, I did.
0: You I missed, missed her, her in her her bedroom, not Closet? being able to find her door.
1: Because I did think about it throughout the episode, and every time I thought about her, I thought of just like another really funny thing. That's what I, I miss. Just like there were so many funny memories of Mary. I, the one I thought about when watching this was uh, when she tried to prank Whitney and told her to dress up a certain way, and then Whitney didn't do that, and then Mary got mad at her <laughs> <She> for not <laughs> falling for her prank. <laughs> I'm gonna miss things like that.
0: That was really funny, Alex. <laughs> you went this round. But I feel like we have such a strong season. We're getting a new housewife right? Or no, new friends. New friends, New yeah. friend of. I hope we never have to see stupid-ass Angie again.
1: Here's why maybe Mary, I'll say why I think Mary not being involved in this season is probably for the best is that there's such scandal was brewing just from last season with Mary, and this season really should be about the downfall of Jen Shaw. I feel like that You're would right. take away from that.
0: We all think that she quit, right? I don't think she was fired.
1: I think she quit. Yeah. I think Andy, like, loves Mary.
0: She I think she didn't like that, you know, it was starting to be like Mary's in a cult. The best thing that could have happened to Mary was Jim Shaw getting arrested, honestly. <laughs> what a what a wacky time. God, what a great show. I did cry when
1: What? What?
0: <laughs> when
2: Coach Shaw said, I can't picture me not living my life beside my wife because we know that she's going away. I think her sentencing hearing is in November. December-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, in a few months, we'll know how long we lose Jen for. I mean, I'm going to miss her. Also, Jen and Coach Shaw can dance. Did you see them at that party?
0: They were really fun. Sometimes you wonder, like, why are these two people together? Because mm-hmm. She's so crazy and he seems so zen. But then you're like, oh, they they both have an... She was very zen, I felt mm-hmm. like. like. Getting caught has just made her light as a feather. <laughs> All right, are we ready for awards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, awards. My award is an award that we gave many years ago, as in probably like one. It's a Get That Man Popeyes Award, and I'm giving it to the original recipient, Coach Shaw, who really just wants Popeyes for his birthday. We learned this season one, and he did not get it. He got a big party. And this year, did he get Popeyes? No. No, he did not get Popeyes. He got another big party. So... Poor Coach Shaw. Then it's sad to think that he'll probably be alone on his next birthday, so hopefully he can get himself some Popeyes.
1: This was a big week for Popeyes. It was! (laughs) People that will soon be behind bars eating Popeyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: true, Erica. Oh, man, Alex, that's way better. (laughs) All right, your award, Alex.
1: My, uh, you look like blank joke award in honor of when Shep Years back when we first started the podcast, I was obsessed with a weird joke Shep made about Whitney, where he says, you look like Paul Schrader from Taxi Driver. Where, like, it's the most obscure thing in the world. He knows, like, what the writer of Taxi Driver looks like, and he says Whitney looks like him. This week, Shep did it again with a much less obscure figure, but he says to Austin, you look like Roger Federer. And then, to clarify, from Wimbledon. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that Shep joke structure. So congrats, Shep, for telling your joke and then explaining it, even when, you know, <laughs> much more obvious than the writer of Taxi Driver.
0: Oh, my God. That's hilarious. All right, Julia, your award?
2: I'm going to give out probably the most famous award we have on this pod, and that is the Detective Doty Award. And I'm gifting this award to Lisa Renna. Ooh. Upon reflection, realized that Kathy really started getting mad at the hat shop, and when you might ask, it was when Lisa Renna ordered 818 tequila and refused to give Kathy any tequila praise. So anyway, congratulations, Lisa Rinna.
1: That's amazing because that, as I just showed both of you on the camera, my phone with that note, said, this was my follow-up award, but I was afraid <laughs> so one funny. of you two was going to say it and I'd be in the situation I've been in the last, like, three weeks <laughs> where my <laughs> award is taken by you.
0: <laughs> Great minds think like. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth.
1: Anytime.
0: You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.